Drop the subject. Okay, another show, another day in San Francisco. It is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson, and, Jarrett Hill. And it's kind of cool being in San Francisco. So you're like at your old home station. I'm in the building that I haven't been in since I was in 11th grade. I came here to interview the news anchors at uh, CBS 5 KPIX as a newspaper student. So like it's a very cool place to be today. Oh, you were one of the newspaper students that came and visited? Yeah, well, I came here to do an article on... Um, um, uh, on one of fancy the news, news anchors. people? Yeah, I was here and I was down the street at ABC7. So like I interviewed the anchors there. I thought I was really hot stuff getting to come and interview them and sit in the studios and all that. It was pretty cool. See, yeah, I uh, I remember when we were doing our show up here and um, and there was a group of students that came and wanted to interview us. Yeah. And we they, we got interviewed for some little like high school paper or something mm-hmm. like that. I felt pretty damn awesome. Yeah. I yeah. mean, mind you, that was five, six, seven years ago, maybe. Uh, I was here. We don't have to talk about how long ago that was. <laughs> that was like 2001. I was in like 11th grade or something like that. So yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least you had drive in high school. Really, in high school, all I wanted to do was musical theater and women. Well, f- <laughs> fun story. I created a column in our, our high school newspaper called Cool Careers because I wanted to come meet the news anchors here. And I didn't. it didn't occur to me that I'd have to come up with new stories to do every month. I really just wanted to meet these You're people. Like, I did not think this through. I didn't. Now and then the next creative. month, next month, it was like, so what are you doing in the column this month? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it's a column. You have to have something every month. I was like, oh, yeah. I've but I did it. <laughs> cut to me interviewing the coroner. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. I would love to interview a coroner. It was actually pretty cool, but like it was, I don't know how I came up with that, but I think my second feature was interviewing the coroner because I had no idea what I was going to do. And I think there might've been a story or something. And I was like, coroner. Yeah. And I was <laughs> literally, great. yeah, I was literally in the coroner's office and like there were, it was a refrigerator of bodies. It was wild. It was wow. wild. And I'm in 11th grade, completely freaked out. <laughs> well, that's always something to tell your therapist. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it is very exciting. Exciting, uh, but a, I think a little bittersweet to be up here, at least for me. I think that I think that being a visitor in a city or in a, a, an area that you used to live in is a really weird experience. Like we've been staying at the hotel, you know, the Hotel Kabuki. They've yeah. been hooking us up. They've been really, really nice. It's been a wonderful, wonderful hotel to stay in. It's awesome to stay in the Fillmore, right in Japantown, which I've never really frequented that area when I lived in San Francisco before. But I feel like the first time I stayed in a hotel in in the city where I was from, I felt the need to prove to everyone that I was actually not a visitor. Yeah. Like, I go up and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, okay, so there's a coffee shop, right? And I'm like, I know. I know where the coffee shop is. I thanks. know. I live here. Well, so for me, it's interesting because, like, San Francisco, coming to San Francisco was always a thing for me. So, like, I do always feel like a visitor when I'm in San Francisco, even though I'm a Bay Area native. Right. Like, I was born and raised in Fairfield and Vallejo, and, like, I was born in Oakland, the same hospital as Kamala Harris. Um, <laughs> And I, so like, I always feel at home in the Bay Area, but like San Francisco as a city, like it's when like we, a trip. yeah, it was right. like, we're, oh, we're going to the city. And so it would be like a thing. So I don't feel like I know San Francisco that well. Okay. Even when I went to breakfast on Monday, I went and I, I had to text my brother, like I'm in the Fillmore area. He lived in San Francisco for a few years and I was like, where should I go? And he like sent me a place um, called Brenda's and Brenda's had the best breakfast. It was really, really good. What did so. you have again? Catfish? 
catfish uh, catfish benedict a catfish benedict yeah. with like uh, this hollandaise sauce it it was amazing yeah. so yeah check out Brenda's if you're in, in the film but area. like the, I mean the, the city's filled with amazing places to eat like yeah. that I mean of course the longer we spend here like I'm kind of in a way glad that we're leaving today because I cannot continue <laughs> to gain weight off of like I mean because every single meal has to be a delicious meal. Well, and you know how how good I am with diets, and so like I've started and stopped the South Beach diet. Oh yeah, I know. We've been staying in the same hotel. Exactly. We've been eating the same. I know the, the choices that you've been making. Yeah, it was like we had the event at Brucade on Sunday, and I was like, uh, I'm not supposed to have alcohol, so sure, I'll have a cider. <laughs> and then went down the street to Taco Club and had a burrito. Yeah, you came up and you were like, I'm gonna go eat a burrito. I'll be right back. Well, because like everyone, because like, okay. the cool thing about Brucade is like they let you bring food in from anywhere. So like right. I kept. Smell, I saw a burrito and then I smelled a burrito and I was like, okay, I'm a burrito person. So like, what is happening with those burritos? And they said, oh, down the street, a taco club, which is next door to Super Duper, which I guess is also something that's really awesome. Because every yeah. time the name Super Duper would come up, people would be like, oh my God, Super Duper. I'm like, but that's not the burrito place. Right. It's next door. Yeah. But every single place that you go to is like the chances of it being amazing are very, very high. In very good. But of course, the chances are high and so are the prices. Well, and that's where I get conflicted because San Francisco, I mean, I, I did live in San Francisco for a number of years and I, I went from living in this city to not even being able to afford to visit this city. I, so... Like, I need to leave. I There's nothing left for me. Here. I don't even understand. I underst- can't pay $15 for a burrito. I always ask, like, my family, I'm like, how how did we live here for so long? How do you guys live here now? Because my parents make decent money, but, like, they're not rich by any stretch of the imagination. And I have family members that make all, all the spectrum of money. And I'm like, how does anybody afford to live here? It's so expensive in the Bay Area. Yeah. But, I mean, it's beautiful and it's fantastic. Well, and, and like, families that have been here for a number of generations. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I mean, thank God for rent control. Uh, well, yeah, for the people the that get it. that's possible way there. But then it's, it's like, even if you get rent control, as soon as you have to go eat somewhere, you're at regular San Francisco prices <laughs> exactly. and you're paying like $17 for avocado toast and $7 for a cup of coffee. Because that restaurant is not at rent control. <laughs> they've right. got, they've got Ex- bills to pay. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, all right. Well, we have a lot to look forward to on the show today as we broadcast again live in San Francisco. And of course, welcome to anyone listening to us on the new 1550 AM station. Anybody who's already been listening to us on 97.3 HD2. Thank you for continuing to listen there. We also are, uh, we're live in five new cities now. So that's very exciting. Everyone, welcome to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth on 107, uh, 103.7. We are on in D.C. Yes, we're on in D.C. at 94.7 and HD2. We're also on in Denver at 105.9 HD2 and Kansas City at 96.5 HD2 as well. So oh, well, in San Diego at 98.1 Oh, HD3. good old San Diego. Good old San Diego. Why don't we start talking about all the memories I have there? No, well, <laughs> oh no, we're out of time. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is Just a Tip Tuesday. We're going to be talking about traveling. You can guess why we're talking about travel. Um, two things. One, the do's and don'ts when you're traveling with your coworkers. And then the things you should and shouldn't take from a hotel. I'll tell you the weird thing that I was considering taking when I was packing my bag to leave, but I didn't take it. But maybe I could have. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. But you are listening to the new Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q in the new San Francisco. <laughs> We're all, so it's many all news. brand new. Uh, you're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. 
It is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q, broadcasting from our old stomping grounds in the Bay Area, a building that we have both entered before, yes. and we have both entered again, and it won't be the last time. We hope we can come back and do yes. a bunch of shows here yeah, on a regular sure. basis. Uh, this is this building holds bittersweet memories for me, but hey, it's all good. I have a lot of... I, I actually, I'm surprised. I was walking through these halls, and people recognized me. Like I, I really thought that people would be like, oh, hello, uh, can you check in and sign here? I was like, surely. I just don't have one of those faces that's like unforgettable. We talked about this yesterday, but everywhere you look, there's like welcome Allie Johnson signs. I know. Happy to have you back. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I'm I'm sad that they didn't include your name. I feel like it's like, oh, welcome Allie and Jared. Like drop the subject. But I I mean, because I was in this building every day for four years. So I'm only a little bit offended. And (laughs) I I was here 18 years ago, so I'm sure they don't remember me. Um, And if anybody from this building is, I mean, there are probably people who still worked here 18 years ago that are still in this building. Probably. I wonder if there are any of the OGs that would recognize you. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. If they recognize Let's do a fire drill. Exactly. We'll get everybody outside. Get everyone on the street. Everyone be like, on Does battery. anyone recognize this man? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we have been traveling together over the past, I mean, since uh, it's Saturday. been like, yeah, since Saturday. So it's been a few days now. It's our first time traveling together. Which is a big step for a new couple. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so there's a couple things here for Just the Tip Tuesday, which we do every we Tuesday. we keep doing like couples tests Testing. Because maybe we do a couple's testing. Well, together. I think that couples and relationships are very important to, to, to break down in that's a lot true. of different ways. They're, they're fascinating to me. And um, there are some things about traveling with coworkers that we will get to. Okay. There are some do's and don'ts when traveling with coworkers. And I'm very interested to see what we have done and don't done. We probably should have done this on Friday and not on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> again, I like doing these things after the fact. Exactly. Uh, but we will start with the four things that you can take from your hotel room and the six things that you absolutely cannot take from your hotel room. So should I tell you the thing that I was going to take? Okay, so we've been staying at Hotel Kabuki. They've been taking great care of us. Yes. Uh, it is a really, it's a it's a nice hotel. Yes. I mean, the, I went to the gym. There's a beautiful gym there. Uh, they had every piece of equipment imaginable. Yeah, I totally uh, they have a, did that too. a gorgeous lobby that has all kinds of new fancy furniture in it. They have like a book of horses. A new restaurant coming in. Oh yeah, they have a new restaurant called uh, Nari that's, that's going to be opening in. in a few weeks. Yeah, and every, uh, all of the chefs and sous chefs are women. Yeah. So oh, that's fantastic. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be I good. hope that there's a clear view into the kitchen. And I believe our, the lady who checked us in, name was Miko, I believe. I hope uh-huh. I'm getting, Micah. Micah. Um, and she was awesome and just the sweetest and kindest. And like, I had to come back downstairs yesterday because I was feeling dehydrated. So I was like, can I get anything more than just like a little cup of water out of my bathroom? And I, can I get a hydration picture? station? Yeah. Did you go? Well, there's a hydration station? Yes. I went down and talked to Micah as well. We must have just missed each other. No way. Yes. I, okay. said, I was like, I know it's San Francisco and I know this is a great hotel so I know that they're going to have some way to fill this this giant water bottle that I have. And they were like, oh, the hydration station. Go right over there. Okay, so that must have been after me because I went down and I was asking for a pitcher of water if that I could just You're take back for upstairs. a picture of water? A pitcher. Like, I wanted, <gasps> if I could just look at it, I'll No, no, hydrated. a pitcher. Because I was like, it, otherwise I'd have to go to the ice machine and just fill up my little cup with sure. water in the sink. So I was like, hey, uh, Micah, can I get like a pitcher of water? No, it's kind of random. And so they came back and they gave me like this great big bottle of water or whatever. But it was a really cool glass bottle. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if I could take this bottle. Oh, so that's what you wanted to take. 
yeah. the glass bottle so, of water. Like, I love glass bottles. I didn't even realize this until I got my my the place that I'm in now. Like I started collecting like wine bottles and other things because they're cool to use as a vase or when you have people over to serve water and yeah. or, or, or as orange a weapon juice or, or as a weapon. You can yeah. crack it over the side of the counter. Exactly. That's always fun. So I was looking at the glass bottle and I was like, no one in housekeeping is going to be looking for this bottle. And it's not like they're going to be like, oh, he took the bottle. You know what I mean? So I was like, and only you and Micah know that that bottle got taken to your room. Right. So then I was like, I feel like I could probably take this bottle. And then I thought to myself, like, Jared, you don't need another glass bottle (laughs) and you don't want to like take the bottle. You know what I mean? Uh It's weird on the plane. So you did not take it. So I didn't take it because I wasn't sure if I should or if I could. Interesting. Well, I think in my opinion, you could have taken that. No problem. I don't think anybody would have missed it. I have taken several things from hotels. Um, I've taken towels, which I know I don't think I'm supposed to take. You're not supposed to do that, Allie. Um, my, My wife has a pillowcase that she loves that she snaps the fabric of it because it's like a comforting thing to snap the fabric of the pillowcase and she lost snap it. like she snaps her finger with the her, fabric between yes. her okay yeah and it's like a I don't know it's like a comfort thing anyway she lost the pillowcase and she was she left it at a different hotel so I oh, was she took it to the hotel with her she, yeah she okay. takes it with her because she had it's like her blankie kind mm-hmm. of so she she left it at a hotel she was devastated and I was like just call the hotel we'll go get it she was like no 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 no. it's stupid to go back and get a bla- like a pillowcase from a hotel I was like alright well now we have to find a replacement for the pillowcase and it has to be a certain kind of fabric a certain kind of thickness mm-hmm. and I saw the pillowcases at Hotel Kabuki mm. and I was like oh this seems like the right consistency very snappable right maybe I should take the pillowcase did not take the pillowcase. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I have a six pack of pillowcases yeah, exactly. here in my suitcase right there. My luggage is right in the corner. Okay, but that, uh, so, okay, now all that being said, water bottle was not taken, pillowcase was not taken. Here's what you are allowed to take. One, soap, of course. They've got the soap there. They've they've got it right. It's always the tiniest soap, it, no matter what hotel it, you're at. Yeah. It's always super little, so they're not going to miss it. It's getting the smaller and smaller every yes. single time, which I I mean, I get, because now who's going to go through an entire bar, bar of soap, soap? Fair enough. Unless you're living at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, or if you're going to be weird. I, I think that taking soap is a little desperate, in my opinion. I mean, unless you really like the scent of it or something, you know? Yeah, if it's like fancy soap, which I mean, at the hotel, yeah. at the Hotel Kabuki, everyone was kind of, everything was very nice products, yeah. so I could imagine wanting to, I mean, if you're going to like a motel, wouldn't be like, oh, oh thank God, this bar soap, yeah, I get no. to take it home. Uh, so the soap, the shampoo or conditioner, mm-hmm. uh, which I always take, I, I don't usually take the shampoo and conditioner, but body lotion I will take. So I have like this guest box at my house. So whenever I have like guests stay with me, it, there's all like kind of hotel toiletries in it. So if they forgot anything, they can use it. So I always take the lotion to put in that box. Lotion, ah. um, shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, you're just like hoarding. That's where you have that hoarding nature. You're like, I have to just add this to the collection of lotions. Well, I- I'm kind of like at capacity now. Like I have enough in that box that haven't been used. Uh-huh. I, but like I always think about it when I'm in a hotel. Like, oh, what if I have someone? Yeah, over? because when you have when you have access to free stuff, you feel the need to take it take regardless it. of whether or not you need it. Exactly, because you're going to run out of shampoo one day, and like, good thing I have thirty bottles of you know whatever. Yeah. So. Okay, and then anything complimentary, of course, that's goes goes without saying. Right. Uh, usually, they're unclear about things that are complimentary. If they have a bunch of bags of chips and you know mini alcohol bottles and it doesn't say complimentary on there, do not take those because take it from me, you get charged for them and they're not cheap. 
uh, paper and pens you can take. I used to take hotel pens all the time, and then now I have so many pens, it's like I'm trying to throw them away. Uh, hold on a minute. Paper- you can also take, it, it says sheets and towels, but it says sheets and uh, sheets and the following items are the ones you shouldn't take from the okay, hotel Okay, because I was like, sheets and towels, wait a minute, go right back and exactly, get, the t- the, yeah. get the sheets, because the, the pillowcase. Okay, wait, we have to take a break, though, but we have to finish this as we're gonna, well, so can we finish it when we get back? Yes, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish out this list, and then we're going to figure out what the do's and don'ts of traveling with your coworkers are, and see if we've broken... All or most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I took a quick glance and I think that we've broken a lot oh, of them. No. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to the new Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com from San Francisco. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, moving right along. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q, broadcasting from our San Francisco studios. Welcome to anyone listening to us on the new 1550 AM station, a new Bay Area station. We have made it to AM radio, ladies and gentlemen, and we are still on 97.3 HD2. For anyone who has been checking us out there, thank you very much. And... Uh, Also, um, because Brian's going to be mad at us if we don't do this, we're also launching in various other cities and states around the country. Right now, we are also in D.C. on 94.7 HD2. We're also in Dallas-Fort Worth on 103.7 HD3 and Denver 105.9 HD2, Kansas City 96.5 HD2, San Diego at 98.1 HD3, and always on the radio and radio.com with a radio.com app. You know, I think we should have done the uh, Denver launch as well because then we could have done shrooms live on the air uh, <laughs> would you would you be opposed to doing shrooms with me on the air yes oh damn it okay <laughs> i forgot that you have like a, a, a reputation to well uphold. you know a little bit uh, uh, but it. i would i i uh, would i try uh, shrooms <laughs> Well, really, you seem a little too convincible. No, uh, the thing is, like, even with I'm, the tattoo been, last week, you were like, no, no. Yeah. No, the thing about shrooms is, like, I'm I've always been really nervous about all drugs because I I've had this uh, what I always call a syndrome since I was a kid, where I always think I'm going to be the the one to really screw it up. So it's going to be like everyone else took it and was fine, but I'm the one who has a hole in my brain for the rest of the. Oh, life. okay. Or you just tipped the scale in the wrong direction, exactly. and you ended up going to like a very dark place and freaking out. Well, because as a kid like I was always bigger than everyone else and so like if we're running I would be like behind everyone and I'd get in, I'd get caught and get in trouble or if we're trying to hop a fence my foot was too big to fit in the chain link and I couldn't get over you know what I mean so like I was like I'm always the one that's gonna be like in the real trouble so I better not you're the it. one that would get everybody arrested well no or I would be the one that was in trouble and everyone else would be gone <laughs> And I'd be like, yeah. but, but. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay, so we've been talking about the, the, the what you can and cannot take from a hotel. Jared and I have been staying at Hotel Kabuki in our, uh, in, during our San Francisco stint. It's been a lovely experience. Thank you to, to everyone over there for taking good care of us. And uh, we are sorry for anything that we have. We actually have not taken anything. I, I'm just going to come clean and say I did not even take body lotion this time. I was rushing out to get to the studio so we could do our show, and I, I forgot to do the normal hoarding that I normally do at the at the hotel room. But Cut to the hotel send us an email like yeah. you guys could have had all this stuff if you wanted. I know. <laughs> Damn it. Send it to us. Okay. Sheets and ta- so we uh, just to catch you up if you're just tuning in, things you can take are soap, shampoo or conditioner or anything complimentary. That's uh, pretty easy to follow along. And the paper and the pens. Uh there there was a paper and p- a pen 
available in the mm-hmm. in the room. It was like on a really cool looking clipboard, and I, I feel like I should have taken. See, I feel bad taking the pens, but I guess they want you to because it says you know it's hotel kabuki or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then you can market it as you as you go along. I guess I don't know why I feel like that's a holy of me to take the pen. Like but. you're an apple. I yeah, I feel like I'm an apple for taking the pen. <laughs> uh, and I will say that they're very good with conservation. There was a little card on the bed yeah. that said, hey, we like to conserve around here. I did take that. You, <laughs> I, I took, took that I took and I threw it in the garbage where I wasn't supposed to. Uh, I didn't recycle it. Yeah. I did not recycle it. Uh, yeah, where they're like, okay, if you're not going to use your towel or if you're going to reuse your towel, don't put it down on the ground because then we won't wash it. We want to reduce waste and things like I've that. I like that. I've seen that in a lot of hotels lately where they're like, yeah. if you don't want us to clean your room, it saves us this much money and this much this and that and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, I don't blah. want them to clean my room most of the time. I'm like, this is just wasted time and energy because I'm, really I can just throw the covers back on. I'm kind of an every other day person. Um, I, I kind of like to come into a made up bed, but I also enjoy making my bed. So, Got it. Yeah. Oh, you enjoy making your bed? Yeah, yeah. I like making my bed. It's the What about making someone else's bed, which is oh, what no, you're doing in a hotel? Them. No. I, I mean, mean, the bed not... that I'm sleeping in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, then you should be a housekeeper. Well, no, I just like keep making my bed, not other people's beds. <laughs> I hate making the bed, and that's why I love my wife because she makes it every morning for us. Yeah, okay, there you go. Sheets and t- that's why it works. Sheets and towels. These Was are that things. Cool, cool radio lady voice. <laughs> and that's why it works. And that's why it works. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, sorry. Go back to the uh, list. Sorry. Our relationships on the rocks. On the rocks. <laughs> okay. So okay, electronics. So, apparently, you can't take. Yes, you're not supposed to take electronics uh i don't know this is venturing into an area that i don't know like okay if you're gonna take like the hair dryer uh i mean those things i think are pretty obvious uh not to take those an alarm clock i don't know why anybody would would even use those anymore so i can't see a reason why you would take and then i mean what other electronics are there in a hotel room i mean there's a microwave there's a what hotel kabuki did have an alarm clock that's kind of like the one that i have but it's nicer it did look fancy yeah Yeah, i have like a small like it's like the kind of alarm clock that looks like it's wooden but there's light that comes through it with the numbers and i have one of those at home but i hate it because of the way it displays the time and all that kind of stuff. It just annoys me. So I should have taken that, <laughs> but I didn't. Now, these are just giving us ideas. I know. So uh, there, another example is there's another hotel that has a tablet like that you can swipe around and look at the amenities of the hotel, and I guess people will steal that. Yeah, and be, and promptly lose their money because I'm yes. sure they're going to charge you out the yin for that. Yeah, I know. If you're taking like a tablet, I think you can be pretty clear that they're going to follow up on that. Uh, and I don't that know you're if- an idiot. Like, you took a a tablet like you knew that wasn't for you and wh- how far are you going to get with that you can't it's like you can put any of your own information in there it probably yeah. has blocks all over it okay and then finally last but not least the robes everyone wants to take those terry cloth bath robes they're so exciting it makes you feel fancy when you're not fancy and it is the most common item people think they can take from a hotel room but they can't uh, there was a sign on the robe at, at the hotel kabuki that said hey you know what just so you know this is not a complimentary robe and if you want to buy it it's actually this amount of dollars and it was you know not cheap so every hotel i've ever been to when i see the robe hanging up first of all i'm six foot three and 200 and whatever pounds and like um, it's it's never big enough for me but it's always like at what does it come like mid thigh well i mean i never even try it on because i'll look at it and i'm like oh girl please but like i, <laughs> I really want to see you in one of the robes I, it's gonna be like a shorty robe or, 
like way high up on the thigh, way too high up on the thigh. Uh. Um, but I always think to myself, like these robes in the hotels are always so expensive. Like there's no way this terry cloth towel with a lapel no, really costs that much money. That's to deter you from taking it. I guess because but. I mean they, I think they go through the trouble of having the logo of the hotel on there and everything. You know I what think I mean? They want you to take it because they've got they've got to be making a great profit margin on those robes. Well, I mean, to anyone who's like, okay, I'm gonna, you know what? Yes, I'm gonna splurge and pay the ninety dollars to keep this hotel robe. <laughs> it's like, okay, I can't imagine anybody who's gonna spend that money on, on a robe in general. It's just I, so I, I just think money. that robes are the only time I will ever wear a robe is in a hotel. Yeah, that's like I'm not gonna walk around the house with a robe on. Well, so because I'm not ex, seventy. My ex walks around his house in a robe, and I'm like it. Part of me thinks it's really luxurious. And then part of me is like, how old are you? Right. You know? Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I guess my parents had robes when they were about my age. My mom had a big fluffy robe yeah. that she would wear a lot of the time. I can just picture her now sitting on the couch, reading the National Enquirer in a, in a big fluffy pink or purple robe and some thick slippers. I feel and like it's very comforting. Drinking some tea. Yeah. Like, that's nice. But I tried to get on board with that, and I'm just like, I can't, I, I would rather just be in giant sweatpants. I, see, I have never, like, been a gay that was really interested in women's clothes. Like, I, I have plenty of f- friends who are, like, more um, gender nonconforming in that way. That's never really been something for me. But the one thing that I do get is the muumuu. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, Or the caftan. Yeah. Like, the idea of having something that is big and flowy and doesn't touch me especially when I'm eating um, or after I've eaten myself uncomfortable like I get the caftan moo-moo situation there is a a, a Dalmatian onesie yeah. that we um, that we have because Katie had to dress up as a um, they did 101 Dalmatians for their work Halloween party and so she wears that sometimes because it's really really comfortable yeah. it's just like a big giant dog costume <laughs> It's really thick. It's really warm and comfortable. I need photos of that, Katie. Check me, please. It's actually also, they only had extra, extra large because she got it on Amazon. Of course. And so it's gigantic. I need something like that. This looks like a big dog that like had a thousand babies and has all this loose skin everywhere. (laughs) It's pretty great. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, there's that list. And we'll see if maybe later in the show we can get to another one. Get to the do's and don'ts. Oh, because we still haven't done the do's and don'ts. Yes. Yeah. We still have that to get to So from San Francisco, you're listening to the New Drop This subject with Jared and Allie. Coming up next, Allie's got the headlines, I've got the votes, and you've got the news. And you can go onto our, our Twitter account right now and vote on the stories that are uh, coming up in News That Are Losing. I haven't seen them yet, but you can. Um, that's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q here from the San Francisco studios, a building that Jared and I both know well for completely different reasons. And we are one sitting... One for trauma and one for... One yeah. for yeah. No, I have very happy memories here as well. There's no harm done. And uh, and it's, oh, it's always nice to go to the old crappy coffee machine, get yeah. a nice crappy coffee like I used to, you know. We have a really good coffee machine in L.A. We do, yeah. yeah this one is, one. Uh, yeah. This one is, you know, it, it it's it's there. I mean, it's definitely, it but it's it's a place that you walk up to the coffee machine and then you go, mm, I'm gonna go to the coffee shop. <laughs> uh, and, but I think I will steal from the company kitchen just for old times' sake. That okay. was a good time. Okay. Uh, because they had a they had like an honor system, and I was like, yoink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why not? Okay. Before we uh, get into another hour of live radio here, we're going to decide the news it or lose it. Headlines for the day, so here we go. 
Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I am going to read some headlines to you, Jarrett. You will decide what we news and what we lose and what we news we delve into at the beginning of the next hour. Some headlines I've never heard and am a little bit nervous about every day. Yes. So here we go. Okay. Headline number one. Forget about sunspots. It's all about cell phone spots now. Um, uh, I'm worried about that. <laughs> Just um, another thing that could be killing you. I think I have to news that. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I think it's really interesting. It's, it's, it, it's pretty interesting because uh, I think that we're all worried about the being in the sun and how it's going to kill us. And I think cell phones are basically just as dangerous. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting okay. to break that down. Okay. Headline number two. Goodbye, kale. Hello, kelp. The next tragic green thing you should be eating. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, that is a hard path. <laughs> I'm going to lose that before I can even think uh, about it. I saw the picture and it was just like a seaman on a boat with like pounds of kelp being okay. like, why won't anyone buy this? I just, I mean, listen, I have embraced kale. I love the crispy kale that you can buy at, um, at like the Trader Joe's or you can make it at home. It, oh no, that's actually seaweed. That's seaweed. Yeah. Just that's kidding. a different green thing. Never mind. I have this had is kale just chips. that crap that wraps around your leg when you're trying to swim or it mm. washes up on the shore and you're yeah. like, ew. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, oh, dinner, I guess, to, to vegans. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Headline number three. Also food related. Here's why you should never buy a small pizza. Because they're awful. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I do like a pizza and I hate the personal pan pizza because I feel like you're getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You talked me into okay. it. Yes. Using that. It. All right. And then uh, finally, drink 25 cups of coffee a day. Not a problem, according to doctors. Oh, please. Um, that sounds like some uh, news it okay all right. Uh, so here we go. We're going to in the next hour news the following. Forget about sunspots. It's all about cell phone spots now. Here's why you should never buy a small pizza. And drinking 25 cups of coffee a day is totally fine for you, according that, to a new I study. I hate that. Um, okay. That seems uh, like a lot of work. That just First of all, if you're drinking 25 cups of water a day, that's got to be a problem. If you're drinking 25 cups of anything... It doesn't seem like it should ever be good for you, even just in the fact that you are running to the bathroom every 15 minutes. Well, because like they say, like you can drink too much water in the day, like you can overdo it. And like, I don't know if you really drown yourself, but like no, you overdo it. Yeah, you do. But like the idea of drinking 25 cups of coffee, like I don't even think it's healthy to drink that much water every day. Right. So how is it OK to drink 25 cups of caffeinated? I, Am I, I just mad feel like at myself would... for newsing this story right now? I think I have a little <laughs> okay, bit. <laughs> we're going to pause because we don't have time to get into it Before now, but we will get into it. Don't talk yourself out of it because I already have the story up. All right. So we've got all those stories and so much more coming up in the next hour of Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie from San Francisco. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q. We are live from San Francisco from the San Francisco studios. Allie Johnson. Jared Hill. Yes, that's right. And uh, you are a listener, hopefully. 
Hopefully you're checking us out and s- deciding to stick around or you're listening and going, what the oh, hell is going on? For a second, I, I was like, no, I'm one of the hosts. <laughs> and I realized, oh, she's talking to yeah, you guys. I'm talking to the royal you. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, you can check us out on, a- on 1550 AM starting today. We are also on 97.3 HD2. And we are also uh, wherever you are. If you have the radio.com app, we can follow you around. I know that sounds a little creepy, but it's not in this context. More so you can take us with you. How about sure. that? Sure. <laughs> you can voluntarily take us with you and put us in your pocket voluntarily. Um, okay. News it or lose it. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. You decided on these stories, Jared. Mm-hmm. So here we go. And I can regret that later. And you can, yes, you cannot <laughs> go back on your choices. These are the, the, the decisions that you have made. Sunspots. Of course, everyone gets all paranoid about being uh, exposed to the sun, especially with climate change. It's, isn't the sun like getting closer now or something? No, no. no? It's is that, that crazy? the atmosphere around the earth is changing. Okay, got it. Uh, so people are getting uh, exposed more than normal and yeah. it's affecting their skin. Of course, we get all freaked out about it. But now there's another thing we can be freaked out about. Are you excited? You ready? Yeah. Cell phone spots. So light contains a full spectrum of wavelengths, right? right? And light can come from the sun, but it can also come from screens. Mm -hmm. So if we can, if if light from the sun can harm our skin, so can the light from screens potentially. And there's still a lot we don't know. And there's a lot of speculation, but the blue light from the sun does affect the skin. And a lot of the blue light, there is blue light that comes from our screens. Right. So technically we can get light or, you know, in, in for lack of a better word, sun damage mm-hmm. from the screens that we are light looking damage, at yeah. all the time. That's interesting. So I am, for those of you who have never seen me, I'm a black, a light-skinned black man with freckles. And I remember when I moved to LA, someone said that I was actually probably going to get more freckles because you, the freckles tend to, uh, I guess appear more when you're in the sun a lot. Huh. And so I have noticed that since I've moved to LA and I don't know how much of it is with aging and how much of it is with sun, but I have more freckles on my face that I always attribute to the sun. So it's interesting to hear that the light coming from our phones can also have some kind of an impact on our skin. And I wonder if freckling has anything to do. Okay. So that's interesting that you say that because different skin tones were a part of this study. Mm hmm. So it says, according to the study... Shout out to progressivism. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of the studies that we do look at are straight and white. Yeah. So, according to the study, when study participants were exposed to strong blue light, they developed darker and more sustained pigmentation. Uh, Blue light at high frequencies from the sun creates oxidative something, stress on our skin, uh, damage even... comparable to UVA light. So the, the, what the point they're making is that this exists in screens and phones mm-hmm. as well. In the pigmentation study mentioned above, it showed that the individuals with light brown to black skin tones were heavily affected by the blue light. Mm. So we know that some people need to be more concerned about this than others, specifically people with darker skin tones as they are more susceptible to pigmentation production. That's interesting because yeah. oftentimes you would expect um, because... Uh, darker skinned people tend to be protected from the sun in a different way than fairer skinned people. So it's interesting to hear that the blue light actually is kind of converse in that way. Yeah. And you know, when you meet people like especially older people and you can tell that they've 
lived their lives the tanning sun. all yeah. the time and they have that like leathery, leathery. wrinkle mm. thing going yeah. on. Now you're going to see that and be like, oh, she's on her phone all, all the time. The time. <laughs> well, what's, all, what's good is that most of the phones now are trying to, um, they have like night mode and stuff like that, which changes the blue light to yellow. Yeah, and Apple if, just made some updates on that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, they did one, they did a night mode update like two years ago and they've kind of been tweaking it because now there's even more colors in there. But I don't know if that light has less effect or different effect or no effect but compared True. to like the bluer version. Right. Well, I know it affects your eyes differently. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you think about evolution, right? Like, you know, we used to have tails. We don't really have them anymore. We don't need them, right? Oh, you went way back. Okay. But when you think about the future, mm -hmm. I mean, we use our thumbs way more than we used yes. to. And we're using them to type. We're using them to do all kinds of things. So I think in the, and, and we're also, our eyes are under a lot of stress because we're looking at these screens. So in the future, I think we're going to have giant thumbs and bug eyes because we're going to have like super powered eyeballs that can then ha handle a screen yeah. looking at a screen probably 20 hours a day. Well, I think about how our generation types with our, our you know, fingers less than our parents must have and our, our grandparents for sure um, on typewriters and keyboards and all that because I feel like I type on my phone a hundred times more than I type on my laptop or on my iPad right. um, keyboard. So that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. And we're probably not, I mean, I experience like tendonitis and carpal tunnel from yeah. from typing on laptops. Mm -hmm. And I bet future generations, they're going to have like super powered. Yeah. They're going to have stronger forearms. Always had a brace on her forearms because she had carpal tunnel from typing. So. Yeah. Yeah. My dad would have all those weird shaped keyboards and ma and mouses, you know, mm -hmm. and be like a bunch of different. Oh yeah. The ergonomic and, ones. Yeah. The ergonomic ones. Make sure that you, they, I guess it like position their arms in a different way to to that was kind of yeah. you know, my grandmother so I was like, all right we have time for one more story okay uh drinking 25 cups of coffee or do you want to talk about pizza i feel like the 25 cups of pizza is more beneficial for people 25 cups of pizza i mean 25 cups of coffee sorry <laughs> <laughs> if you have 25 cups of pizza every day You're i want to talk right. to you please it, call us yeah. okay drinking 25 cups of coffee a day still safe for the heart this is another study what does this even mean um, there's been a lot of talk about what causes cancer and what doesn't. I think that we could just agree everything causes cancer everything all the time. Uh, I really thought that coffee was like we all understood that if you drink too much of it, it can possibly cause cancer. But then it became about the temperature of the coffee more than the coffee itself. So if you drink really, really hot beverages, like really scalding hot beverages and you're like I'm just one of those people who likes scalding hot tea and coffee that is the thing that causes cancer not the tea or coffee itself Interesting. so people who drink up to 25 cups of coffee a day which is so many cups of coffee I just don't understand why you're drinking that much coffee that's more than a cup of coffee an hour I mean that's if you're thinking Especially about how many days you're hours, awake, yeah. like you're awake probably what, 18 hours a day? If you're getting like seven hours of sleep a night? Yeah, six hours. Or whatever, six hours of sleep. Yeah. My math is great. That's fine. Um, I'm a woman. I can do math. <laughs> and you're drinking, so you're awake for 17 or 18 hours and you're drinking 25 cups of coffee. That is definitely averaging. I mean, if, if you translated that to alcoholic beverages, you would be S-faced. Oh I mean, God. you would be completely obliterated by the end of the day. Um, but previous studies have linked drinking coffee with hardening of the arteries that pump blood from your heart to other parts of the body. Uh, I guess it, those are all debunked now. I mean, maybe this is something like breastfeeding versus formula where you're just always going to have a study that says one is better than the other. No, now this one's better than the other and it'll never be, there'll never be like a true consensus. But for now, guys, coffee's cool. So drink up all you can. 
And cool coffee is better than yeah, hot drink coffee. Drink lukewarm or iced coffee. Oh, iced coffee. Actually, I tend to drink iced coffee more than anything. Um, See, I'm, I'm like a it. scalding hot coffee person. Really? Yeah. You're like the extra hot girl? Yes, like this coffee is now room temperature and I want to throw it away. Okay, can you give me in two seconds what's up with the small pizza thing? You don't need to get small pizzas. Uh, If everyone's like, I'm just going to have a little personal pan pizza, they're saying that you should never ever buy a small pizza because buying a large pizza is a way better value and it's a cheaper price than buying a small. So So they calculated the surface area of a standard diameter of a pizza measurement to determine the best price. The best price to size ratio is going to be a large pizza. So even if you're one person, Person and you're like, I'm just going to get a small yeah. personal pizza. You're not being cost effective. It makes more sense for you to get more pizza for yourself because then you can, even if you don't eat it all yeah. in one sitting, you can save it over time. You're still getting a better value. Okay. That makes sense. Um, all right. You've got an ancestry story that you've been teasing me oh, with for the longest. We're going to do that. Plus, um, we're going to jump into some, a couple of other stories with SZA and Ellen. All that and so much more coming up on Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, here we go. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson. The Jared love, Hill. The love. Oh, Jared Hill. Oh, I thought you were doing a thing where we're going to like tag team it. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> It's the new Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson. And Jared Hill. And we are broadcasting live from San Francisco studios on 1550 AM. This is the new Bay Area home for Channel Q. In addition, we have two homes. We're like uh, people with divorced parents. <laughs> uh, we've got a 97.3 HD2, so we still have that home. And then we have a new one, 1550 AM. Uh, it's like a, our old grandpa's house. I was going to say, when my parents divorced, one of the great, one of the few good things that came out of that is I'm really good at packing a bag. Yes, because I've gotten very weekend, good at that too. Yeah, yeah. What was your did you did you go back and forth to different yeah, homes? Was, and how lived, often did you do that? I lived with my mom and I was with my dad every other weekend. Okay. Yeah. I went every other day oh at a different God. house and then I switched off weekends. So one parent would drop me off and the other parent would pick me up. Yeah. So I was going to a different home every night. And then when I got to high school and went to therapy for the first time, they were like, you're doing what now? That's not, you should stay longer at each house because that's not healthy. Because I had the exact opposite because we always had every other weekend. And then in high school, we did change it. Um, Now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh my God, we did do that for a short period. And I remember I was, I was probably like at ones on Wednesdays and I would stay there till whatever the stupid schedule was. And I remember going to the wrong house one day and like walking in and then being like what are you doing here and they'd be like i live here and they're like no you're supposed to be at the other part and like so that you was, as a child would get confused as to where you were supposed to be yeah, going. yeah. and i feel like i was like 16 or something and i was like i hate this yeah like this is it's too much back and forth and i have to remember what day of the week it is so what house and it was it was too much well and eventually when i got older my dad's house was kind of more fun because i had my own room there that had a separate entrance mm-hmm. so then i was like why don't i stay at my dad's house more often mm. because i can actually go in and out no one would ever really know and i had like a it was like the converted garage so i had like oh. the badass cool room where, where i you had could bring all the girls over and and i did and it was great. We haven't, we, we've been, we've been like deep teasing doing your coming out story and I guess doing both of our coming out stories. But when did you start dating girls? Mm, I mean, I started dating, I mean, 
dating and sleeping with are two different things in my mind. Well, there's that. I started hooking up with girls in towards the end of co- uh, the, towards the end of high school. So you started hooking up with girls toward the end of high school. Yeah, so it was like junior into senior year when it okay. all started, when it all went down. When it all and when began. I went down. When you, okay. Oh lord, Allie. Um, Geographic for you? You, know, <laughs> I, you chose that lifestyle, so. <laughs> um, I okay, so interesting that uh, we have that in common. So okay, you have this ancestry dot com story that mm-hmm. you have been kind yes. of like you you mentioned it to me in the car when we first got here, and then you said that you weren't going to tell me until we got on the air. And now I've been like waiting with bated breath. Okay, yes. Here's the story. I was unable to bring this to the air until new developments were made and new developments finally happened over the weekend. I was going to say, and it's been a number of weeks that something's been going on. I gave you a little bit of context, but this story is bananas bonkers. Okay. So my wife, Katie, is is adopted. Mm Mm-hmm. She always knew that her birth mother was alive and just had like teen pregnancy, gave her up for adoption. Uh, that was neither here nor there. They're not going to have a relationship. So she, she doesn't have a relationship with her? No, even she's never met her. Okay. She's, but they've talked on the phone once. It was horrible. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. The dad was this dude who, uh, who, you know, obviously had connection with her birth mom mm-hmm. they never dated or anything it was like kind of a one-night stand it was uh you know actually the guy never was really knew about katie and then he died in a horrible drunk driving accident mm. a year when, when katie was a year old okay. so she actually went and met the birth dad's family they were like oh my god this is like a little part of our son we're so happy Mm. to meet you it was this very special thing but katie was like i didn't really ever feel like i had a strong connection with that side of the family i Mm. just kind of you know i met them a few times and then we kind of fell through and whatever then a couple of years go by and uh and the birth mom's parents reach out and they're like we uh want to have a relationship with you we're like done with our daughter being like, Hey, I don't ever want to think about this part of my life again. Like we're getting older. We want to know you. So we've been seeing them, uh, mm. you know, casually probably once or twice a year. We see them, um, you know, they are gave they a, nearby or, uh, they're in the, the North Bay area. So okay. yeah, they're like in the Napa area. Okay. So we, uh, seen them a few times. They're very nice. So, Katie was on Ancestry.com recently, and the only reason that she was on there is because the Ancestry was like screwing screwing with her DNA. It was like, oh, you're a bunch of French. Okay, now you're actually part Israeli. Okay, now you're this. Like, it was changing for some reason. I had reason. that happen to me um, when I, I did 23andMe. Really? Because it was like recalibrating. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And it, it changed from you're from this country, 79% that, to you're actually 81% a different country. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there was, there was about Africa. One was, it was like 79% Ghana. And then it was like, actually you're 81% um, Nigeria. So that is, oh, it's confusing. Like, okay, is it going to change again? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was just checking in to be like, is it, am I still, <laughs> am, am I still, still Israeli? Yeah, or exactly, am I, right. so, yeah. So then she had two people that she shared a bunch of DNA with. Mm-hmm. One was the, the maternal grandmother, the, the birth grandmother who we've been talking to. Right. Then there's this other woman. Mm-hmm. who out of nowhere we don't know who she is and she shares a bunch of dna with katie and she's 91 percent french <laughs> and we're like who is this person wait 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 katie's what 91 percent french no no katie is like 35 percent french or something okay. and this lady is 91 percent french and we don't know how katie's related to her 
We've never seen this lady before in okay. the whole history of the adoption process and all this stuff. Interesting. So Katie reaches out just to be like, hey, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just very innocently trying to find some kind of connection. She also notifies the birth grandmother and she's like, oh, I'm also connected to this other person and I don't really know who, who they are. And the, the grandmother's like, I don't know who that could be. It must be a mistake. It must be an ancestry mistake. Because the, the birth dad... His family is not on ancestry. Like there, there wouldn't be connection there because most of them are dead. Like the 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 dad's mom is dead, so that like there there would be no other family member from that side that would be on ancestry. Okay. So we wait to hear back from this person. I'm going to call her M. Okay. So we we write to M. Let's call her Marty. Mart Marty. Marty. <laughs> so that's confusing because it's different. Well, okay, yeah, Marty. So we uh so we reach out to Marty and we say hey who you know we how are you related blah 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 so she responds and she's like oh I um that's funny my, me and my whole family are from Napa and we're like okay so that's that's interesting mm-hmm. and she's like uh, my my son I have uh, two sons but one of them is you know in his forties and his name is we're gonna call him Mark uh Mark like knew all we like all of the people that all of the character the cast of characters that are already involved in her adoption okay so now we're meeting new people in this story and the woman seemingly has a son that might okay okay, okay. I f- so we must pause okay but i'm gonna pick this back up because right. there are th- then the, some research was done some oh, phone calls were made these some texts were exchanged <laughs> yes yeah. okay so we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna finish figuring out who the heck katie is related to right. uh you're listening to drop the subject with jared and ally on the new channel q on your radio and radio.com drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q, broadcasting from the San Francisco studios. I'm so sad to leave. We're going to be leaving soon. We have to go to the airport after this. We're going to come sad. back. Oh, yeah, totally. Especially after that jet suite experience. Oh, are we coming back? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to fly places just to fly there. Exactly. Be like, yeah. Great, I'm in Boston. Now let's go home. <laughs> so uh, we, where we left off, we were talking about, uh, oh, and, and welcome to any new listeners who are tuning in on 1550 AM. We're also on 97.3 HD2. We also uh, launched in a bunch of new cities, and you can always catch us on radio.com if we are not live on the terrestrial or HD radio in your area. Where we left off, I was talking about my wife's adoption story. And you just found some new guy that's connected There's to Marty. There's potentially a new guy. We're calling him Mark. We're calling him Mark. Okay. Who might throw a wrench in this whole, I knew who my birth dad was this entire time thing. <gasps> with the family that you guys have been visiting with. Yes. Well, this is now a new family that, right. we're, that we're meeting. So then, we she responds again. And she's like, well... Uh, well, okay. In the original exchange, she was like, what is the name of the birth mom? Because then I'm going to ask my son Mm -hmm. if he knows her. So that's what we were waiting to hear back. Then she responds and she's like, he, he was with her. And the only, and the only thing that we can logically figure out is that Mark is your father. Oh my God. So. We not only has she realized that her birth dad is not her real birth dad, her birth dad is alive oh and didn't God. know about her this entire time. And she thought her birth dad has been dead her since she was one years old. She thought that her birth dad got in a drunk driving accident and 
never knew about her. And this guy, Mark, never knew about her either. Had no idea so that he we, had a daughter right. named Katie or so anything like that. do we need like to that. do a DNA test with him now? We can. We can do a DNA test with him. But Ancestry has proven that this woman, what were we we're calling her, Marty? Marty. Is her grandmother. Wait, so is her did, paternal grandmother. So he hasn't done Ancestry, but she had done Ancestry. Yes, okay, she had so done that's Ancestry, why and that's up. why she got connected. So she's like, well, my son is divorced, and he and he has a, he lives in Sacramento, and he has a daughter. Uh, so uh, he has a daughter that's like seven years younger than Katie. Mm-hmm. Guess what her name is? Marty. Katie. No way. So the, the birth dad that she now knows about has a daughter also named Katie. So Katie now has a sister that she didn't know about. Seemingly. Yeah. A, yeah. Seemingly named a half sister named Katie. Oh my God. So now the next step is that this guy, Mark is like freaking out. He doesn't know. He, he never knew about Katie at all. Yeah. He, he, he's like, wants to make it clear that, he would have never given her up yeah. if he knew that she existed. Oh I don't know if he's calling the birth mom now to be like, what the F is going on? Yeah. I don't know if the birth mom like lied from day one about like certain things. Maybe so, she was seeing more people than she wanted to is, let happen. Get what gets interesting to me. So I used to produce on a show called Paternity Court. That is awesome. It's interesting. So like, See, yeah, when I heard this, I was like, we got to go on Maury. Yeah. <laughs> this is what well, we have so, to do. This is perfect fodder for Maury. So what's interesting about this to me is like paternity court and like paternity questions have gotten like such a, a, a greasy, slimy, like tone on them because of like Maury and stuff like that and how, how Jerry Springer that feels. Right. Yep. But like working on that show, it kind of highlighted for me, like, no, these are everyday people who really do have these challenges to figure out and they have to figure out exactly who who is what and all that kind of stuff. And because we would have all of these stories get submitted by everyday people. It wasn't like crazy stories where people are fighting. It was just like, I, I need didn't to know. know this person wasn't my dad or, you know. And so to hear this story, I feel like these kinds of things happen way more than we have any idea because Katie lived her whole life thinking she knew who her mom and her dad were Mm -hmm. until she took this test and found out like, there's actually someone else in my life. And you have to wonder like how many people would never know. If, oh, totally. Like, you know people what I mean? People are if learning all kinds this. of crazy things about their family just because of ancestry and 23 yeah. and me and stuff like that. And like you go through your whole life, like you said, with these facts that right. you're given just by people who right. don't always tell the truth, but science does not lie and That's DNA does crazy. not lie. And it's crazy because when she met her original birth dad's family, yeah. they actually wanted her to do a DNA test. Yeah. And she, they like lost contact and never really followed through with it. But now I'm like, if they had really done that DNA test, they would have realized that Katie wasn't their kid, like That's wasn't the wasn't crazy. the dad's kid. So now this this guy who lives in Sacramento is now Katie's dad, and we're gonna go meet him like well, in the next couple of months. Uh, well, she, the first next step is that he wants to talk to her on the phone. Okay. And then the da- the daughter Katie knows now the the other the sister yeah. and is like super excited and wants to meet Katie immediately. Uh, so I mean I guess they could do a, a DNA test, but I mean they should. We've come this far. <laughs> you can do a DNA test. I mean maybe the- there's another one. All right. Another one after this. But you can do a, D- a DNA test from the drugstore now. You can. Yeah. How much are they? I are they like next you. to the pregnancy test? I think so. Whoa. Yeah. I'm okay. Well, sure then he thing. Marty needs to get one of those. Yes. Or no, no, Mark, Mark needs to get one of those. I mean, Marty wants to know if that's her granddaughter. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So this wild. is crazy stuff. Yeah. So in the summer, we're gonna go and meet 
potentially Katie's new family and her new sister. Oh, cool. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Okay. And, or we're going to go on Maury either or, way. Or paternity, paternity court. court. Okay, we'll go on paternity, paternity court. court. Um, I know a guy that can get you on. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Sephora is going to be closing down all of their stores because of some tweets, and we'll explain why. Plus, Ellen's mom has some big regrets about believing Ellen when she told her something. Those two stories are coming up next on the new Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. All right, drop the subject on the new channel, Q. We are running out of time yet again. The show has gone away from us, and we must get to the airport. Yes. So, uh, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill here, and uh, we've talked about a lot today. We've talked about my wife having a different dad that she never knew about. Crazy <laughs> stuff. So this is Jerry Springer stuff right here happening on live radio. Yeah. And uh, and now we must move on to another lesbian. Yeah, well, so another lesbian and then also SZA. So I'll start with the SZA story, actually, okay. because SZA tweeted um, last week or recently when she was in a Sephora store. She was there to buy some Rihanna Fenty beauty products. And, and this is a Sephora store that is right by my house. Oh, is it? Yes. This out location in, I've out been in the to. Bath. Yes. So SZA was there and she she tweeted saying uh, on the morning of 6-5, this would have been uh, June 5th. Um, well, no. On the morning of she's anyway, she says every this happened in the future. No, I, now this right, got I way com- more interesting. I completely messed that up. <laughs> That's the statement that comes from them. Um, the SZA's tweet, though, was saying that uh, this Sephora location, um, they had called security to make sure that she wasn't stealing. She then says they had a long talk um, and you have a blessed day, Sandy. Sandy was the person she was talking to. Uh, of course, her name was Sandy. Of course. Sandy so, would do that. Um, and so then Sephora basically came back. Well, also, says a tweeted, can a bitch just cop our fancy in peace or what? <laughs> Which was really funny. Um, so then Sephora you know, they responded with um, saying that on the morning of 6-5, which will be January 5th on uh, later this week, every Sephora store, distribution center, and corporate office in the U.S. will close to host an inclusion workshop for our employees. They went on to say that these values have always been at the heart of Sephora, and we're excited to welcome everyone when we reopen. This is kind of like what we saw at Starbucks do when they um, did their their oh, kind yeah. of closing down because That's they right. had their racist they had that racist moment with one you know manager, uh, I believe in Philadelphia. And so I'm I'm glad that places are doing this um, and they are taking it seriously. I feel like this is a, a a big way to show that you take it seriously because you're losing money in the time that you're shutting down. Yeah. So now how mad are all of these Sephora employees at this woman, Sandy? <laughs> well, it, it'll <laughs> be like, lady, yeah. now we have to go through all this whole day of training, which actually, of course, needs to happen. And it's yeah. a good thing that it's happening. But I actually, like when I walk into a Sephora, at least from the marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. I see a lot of diversity in their marketing sure. and I see a lot of like LGBT inclusion and people of color inclusion and trans inclusion there. So I'm like, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. they're really progressive. They're really, you know, making making a point to take that stance in public. So then to hear that they're going to do diversity training, I was like, wow, okay, that, well, that's something must have really gone wrong. There. So, well, there's a distinction there, right? So like all of those things that you see in their marketing come from their corporate, right? Yeah. And But that has nothing to do with, with the what, people that work there. With, right, with the people that are working in Calabasas or working in, you know, Mississippi or in Alabama or any different place. And I mean, and it doesn't have to be in the South, obviously, to be, to have a, have, to have a racial bias. So um, I think it's really important, but it, it just 
kind of shows us that we still have a long way to go. Um, so good for Sephora. And I, I. So no one can buy their bronzer on June 5th. For that morning, Wednesday, I guess. June 5th. Yeah, for that day. Um, it, 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 I saw the headline that was like every Sephora was closing and I was like, oh my God, I thought they were doing pretty well. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is crazy. Like the retail apocalypse is real, but it's just for one day. It's just for that day on, on, on June 5th. So I don't know. I guess when this happened with Starbucks, there were some people who were like, oh, boycott Starbucks. And I, I didn't feel that way because I felt like Starbucks did a really good job of responding to it. This was an issue with that one manager and not that that manager was the only racist person working there, but this was not like a system wide problem. And as far as what Starbucks could do about it, I felt like they did as good a job as they possibly could with responding to it in a way that was that was large and and thoughtful and and uh, considerate. And they brought a lot of the right voices in to be able to help with that inclusion training. So, um you know, good job, Sephora. I hope you guys do this well. Yeah, definitely. So. And then Ellen, I know that I didn't really read up on what was going on with her. I know that she spoke out about some kind of sexual abuse that she yeah. had going on so, when she was younger. So she's going to be on the new episodes of um, of David Letterman's new show uh, called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, where he does these sit-down long-form interviews. And Ellen talked about having been... Oh, is that where it happened? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. So, I was like, why is she all of a sudden just talking about this? Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize. So she talks about it there, and um, she talks about uh, having been sexually abused by... Um, her mother's husband and her mom not believing her at the time. And so her mom's come out with a statement saying, you know, that she feels really bad about that. She says, I know now that one of the hardest things to do is speak up after being sexually abused. I love my daughter and I wish I had the capacity to listen to her when she told me what happened. She went on to say that I live with that regret and I wouldn't want that for any other parent. If someone in your life has the courage to speak out, please believe them. Oh, so well, that's nice of her to say. Yeah. And I mean, Betty DeGeneres has been pretty beloved on that show. Oh, that's such a great name. Yeah. I don't really Betty. watch that show anymore, but Betty DeGeneres a is time, a great. Yeah. Yeah. She's always, well, bets. yeah, she's, she's been pretty cool to, to see over the years, um, in her seat at the show when she's there and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so, that's adorable. Um, but it was a, it was a good thing to hear from her mom that she, she recognized that she got this wrong and, and hopes that it doesn't happen to anyone else. Oh, well, I'm also a little sad because you're leaving. I am leaving. That's like, right. I know we're both leaving. We're going to the airport right <laughs> yes. now. But then you're also going to be flying away to New York City. You're going to be across the country. We're going to be in a long distance relationship for a little bit. For, for a couple of days. For a couple of days. I'll miss you. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later on this month. But yes, I'm, I'm going to be doing uh, this show for Channel Q from New York because I'll be in New York um, for a couple of days this week. So I'll be from our New York studios. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We and should then, just keep going to all the different studios. Just all the different studios. Yeah. Just to see We're going to go to like. Dallas-Fort Worth. Exactly. We're going to go to Denver. St. Louis and Denver. St. Louis, yeah, everywhere. But we've got a lot of really cool stuff coming up. And then later on this month, I'll be back in New York for Pride, which is going to be really exciting to do World Pride and um, to be able to cover that. And I'm also hosting the Stonewall Community uh, Foundation's Vision Awards again this year. This will be my fourth year hosting that show, so I'm excited about that. We've got some great honorees, and I'll probably have some of them on the show. Awesome. Um, so That yeah. sounds great. And, and Madonna on. just got added to the lineup in New York City. I so saw, if you yeah. can get her on the show, that'd be great. I she's been texting me. We'll see. 
Um, her, I think it's her hologram. She's like her hologram. You. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yes, Madonna's going to be at World Pride this year, which is going to be really pretty a big deal. It's going to be a, a pretty big deal, I should say. Um, so we'll have all that to look forward to uh, coming up this week and later on this month. Right here on Drop the Subject. We thank you for listening. Yeah. To all of our shows from San Francisco. Thank you to the Kabuki Hotel Kabuki. Yes. Thank you to um, Brucade. Yes. And we look forward to helping you launch uh, District Eight when that comes out in about a month's time. Yes. Uh, and we're gonna go hop on this Jet Suite X flight. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and and oh, check out Brenda's that place that I told you about the the catfish. Um, yeah, that's uh, just like a bonus. That ki- was just a good experience exactly, for you yes. that you just want to help out Brenda. The, the What was it? A catfish um, Benedict. Benedict. Delicious over at Brenda's in the Fillmore area. So thank you so much for listening. Hey, uh, hotels are about location, location, location. So you got Hotel Kabuki and then you've got Brenda's to get some just, catfish Benedict right down the street. So we just a, figured out your next day. So <laughs> yes, we did. Make it happen. We'll see you next time. Have a great one. And we're, uh, we're headed back to L.A.